to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. I'm Chrissy. And we're just the two of us. Just the two of us. Hope you're okay that, with that. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Last yep. um, so we're mm. excited about this next series. Um, we aren't sure how long this is going to go. Um, that's going to be up to God. Yep. Um, and his leading. But our mission is to present real life to our listeners. Uh, we feel that God has put us in a place to be a help to women everywhere um, and at any place in their journey with Jesus and the Christian life. And the title for this series is actually a playoff of a study that our women's group is doing. Um but we're going to be approaching it in some different ways. So it's just really going to be in name only. Um, uh, we just come out of Mother's Day. Hmm? What an episode that was. Yeah, that was great. If you haven't watched it, go back. Make sure you watch you it. You should. I haven't even watched it yet. No. But um, the first time I listened to it and the next time yeah. I watched it. on Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that we've ever been more real than we were in that podcast. Yeah. What do you think, Renee? Yeah. That was, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was something. <clears throat> so the gist of the whole thing is that moms and women in general are important. Uh, some days they are on point and other days they are off their game. Mm -hmm. Most days they are right mm -hmm. in between that. They are, however, the key players in just about everything in life. And women, no matter if they work outside the home or not, are keepers of the home in most cases. So it doesn't matter if she gets up and goes to work or if she stays home. She's mm -hmm. usually the keeper of the home. Right. And managing a home is important. Everyone does it differently. But no matter how you do it, it is important. It can be hard at times. Yes, it definitely can. But there's other times it can be easy and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yep. And how we get into um, that whole idea of thinking that the way we do it is right. But um, I think as we grow, we see the different women and how they, they manage their households, how they manage their kids, how they um, take care of their husbands. And I think that that's what wisdom does is mm -hmm. helps us to glean from those other women in our life. Right. Usually a woman or women are simultaneously learning how to manage a home and care for a husband. So they're doing that right at the same time. Maybe they have um, had some practice taking care of a home um, before they got married, um, helped their mom or whatever. Um, but usually she's learning the nitty gritty of managing a home and caring for a husband at the same time. Um, once again, this is a very important mission, and it is a mission. Um, as a woman is juggling, learning how to manage a home and care for her husband, usually without fail, enter stage left, baby. <laughs> um, and then usually baby number two, and so on and so, so forth. Easy for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> now, although we may touch on the role of the man throughout this ser new series that we're going to be doing, our primary focus will be on us ladies. Um, I say this to my kids, my friends, my family, myself. Uh, when you stand before God and give an account of your life, he will not be asking you if everyone around you did what they were supposed to do so that it made it easier for you to be what you were supposed to be. He's not going to do that. He 
is not, I know this is hard for some people to believe, in the least bit concerned about whether the conditions were just right for you to seek him, follow him, and obey him. He will be asking you to give an account of your life based solely on you and him. And that's kind of going to be the gist, the gist of this. I know. It should be. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, and that's and yeah. that's what we're going to get into with these. Um, I, I think that we could call them lessons. We could, you know, helps real life stuff. Um, I have to be honest. I think that should put it, things into mm-hmm. perspective for for every single one of it. And it does put everything into, into perspective. If I'm if I'm aware that I will only be standing before God and giving an account for for me, not for everyone else. That's scary. Mm-hmm. I don't get to say, well, Tom, well, right. Renee, right. well, Lucas, well, you know, I don't get to say that. He's going to ask me solely on me and him. And everything we did in our life. It's not just like, well, this little thing or yeah. this little thing. Everything, everything we've thought, said, done. Yeah. Whew. I know. Go on. I know it's a little scary, isn't it? (laughs) Go on. If as a woman, um, I have, I have been given great responsibilities Mm -hmm. and we have as, as women, we have been given great responsibilities. I think that it is of the utmost importance that we make sure the foundation that we're building on is sturdy. Okay. We uh, make sure that we have this thing right. And that's what this whole next series is going to be about. So my first question um, and the title for the series is your faith affects your family. The first question I want to ask, who are you? So the series is going to be your faith affects your family. This first one is going to be about who are you personally? And it's going to carry over into the next one because I don't think that we can get quite through with the foundation mm-hmm. um, that we need to to build. The foundation is the most important thing. Um, what you're building well, on you top of. you don't have the foundation, you don't have nothing. No, <laughs> you don't. And so it's important how you how you are building. And, and we'll get into... Brick by um, brick. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. So this question is asked a lot, uh, but I want you to really take some time and focus on who you are. Really, I mean, so in the next series, that gives the ladies the time to, you know, think about who are you when it comes to Christ. Um, I, yes, I am Chrissy. I have a husband three kids, some bonus kids, and five grandkids. That's me. Does anyone remember? <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Renee, that old Bugs Bunny cartoon where Elmer Fudd was like, he was like under a spell. And all he kept saying was, I am Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that episode. Oh, my goodness. Mm. That was, yeah. So that's not what we're talking about here. If you take away I am blank and I am married with 2.5 kids and a dog, you know, put your name in there. I am Renee. I'm married with two kids and you can't really have 2.5 kids, but I don't have a dog either. (laughs) (laughs) If you take all that away, who are you? You're not Renee, Gary's husband. I'm not Chrissy. No, you're not Gary's husband. 
I'm like, what? Okay. Yep. Rewind it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not Renee. Gary's wife. Uh, um, I'm not Chrissy, Tom's wife or his husband. Um, who are you? So whether you are married with children, single, and working on a degree, divorced, widowed, career-minded, whatever the case may be, there is still one question about you that can be asked and that can be answered in two ways. And it can only be one or the other. Are you lost or saved? Which one are you? Um, because you're either one or the other. There is mm-hmm. no in between. Right. I remember when Lucas got saved um, when he was um, very young, um, six years old, I think it, I think he was. What, once he got saved, he, that's how he um, categorized people in the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, because Christ had come into his life. It was now he looked, he viewed people. Are they lost or are they saved? Right. And he would ask me, is, it, is that person lost or are they saved? So another way to say it, are you in Christ or are you separate from Christ? You're either one or the other. There is no third option. Now, I know that some women have never heard this before. Okay, so this is why I say it. If you wherever you're at on your journey with Christ in the Christian life, whether you haven't even gotten on that journey yet, that may be someone who has never heard this before. Some have heard it. And because they think there is some kind of third option, they disregard it. Whether you have heard it and accepted it or heard it and disregarded it, truth is that you are either in one of these camps or the other. There is no third camp. No, I plead the third. Regardless of whether or not you believe it, all of this falls under the category of faith. And it not only affects you, but it affects your family too. Now, we have talked about the definition of faith on a previous podcast. Uh, Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Um, And we we have mentioned this before. Um, There's only one who deserves our complete confidence in. Only one who is infallible and can be trusted completely. And that is God. Um, I, I love you. I love you too. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like Carrie Grace does to, to and Juliet talking. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I trust you, but my faith is not in you. Right. We've talked about that before. That's my, good. <laughs> yeah, my faith is in God. Okay. Um, and I have faith that if, and, and this is, you know, if you aren't what you're supposed to be, I have faith that, that God is going to, not faith, <laughs> that God is going to change you and I make you what you're thinking. supposed to be. And then I can't wait to go watch. I know. Go back and it's watch. <laughs> no, watch it on like whatever. <laughs> It's my faith. Pastor was preaching on faithfulness <laughs> this morning. He said something this morning, and I can't remember what it was. I'll think of it. Um, he, it was. It was. I'll have to go back and listen to it and point it out. But it was good. It, it's so bad because this is permanent. You know, yeah, we, yeah. this is going to be out there for everyone to see. There's no changing it. Nope, so. Cut paste back together. <laughs> yeah. So 
<clears throat> I trust Renee, but I don't have faith in her. Um, I have faith in God. If you have faith in the theory that good people go to heaven or faith in the false teaching that when you die, you just die. There is nothing after that or faith in the ability to earn your way to heaven. Your faith is misguided and actually it is not faith at all. It's sad. Yeah. Very, very sad. Very. <laughs> um, so let's put it this way. I think that everyone could agree that if there is a God and there is, that he would not just accept anything and count it as faith. Okay, just anything at all. Mm -hmm. um, if he's God, if there is a God, and there is, anyone, even if you don't believe that there's a God, could believe that if there was, he wouldn't just accept any willy-nilly thing as faith. It has to be a specific, okay? Um, if it's going to be faith according to his terms, it's going to have some standards to it. So let's look at um, Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know what my favorite part about that verse is? We must believe that he is. That he is. Mm -hmm. He is what? He just is. And you have everything. Yeah. And it comes, yeah, it comes like you said, it, like, yeah, like, well, the, like the thing is, I am the, the Bible says, I mm -hmm. am. You don't need any more than that. He is. Uh, yeah. I am. I mean, that, that says it all. And that should be a comfort to yeah. us. Um, it, you know, there, as you um, grow in your uh, Christian faith, you start to question some things. So um, when I first got saved, the fact that um, he is was fine. Well, as I grew and I grew closer to him, I want to know what all that entailed. Mm -hmm. And it takes having a relationship with him and grow, growing closer to him to be able to find out right. what that actually means. <clears throat> so this is telling us, this verse is telling us that it is impossible to please God if you don't have faith. So faith in what? Faith in you? No. Faith in a system, because those that's what I was talking about. God is not going to be just accept anything. It's impossible to please him without faith. That faith is going to have to be something that's up to his standards. Is it faith in a religion? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people have that. Mm -hmm. No, it's faith in him. And if you don't have faith in him, in the fact that he is is what everything. everything if you don't have mm -hmm. faith in the fact that he is everything you cannot please him so do you see how this could get muddied up when you try to apply your thoughts of you your thoughts of systems your thoughts of religions etc to faith so faith in him alone is faith and that's you don't need to know period. i mean he is yeah. it's just fact yeah you don't need anything else right you don't need to know anything else. right <laughs> so i promise you it doesn't take much to convince us <clears throat> that we are lost and on our way to hell separate for him it doesn't take much to convince us of that when we are separated from god and in sin we clearly can see that something is missing in our lives if you get someone who um isn't saved okay they haven't accepted Christ. Maybe they haven't even been introduced to Christ. 
they know for a fact that something is missing in their life. That's the way God designed us. And we we can go into that some other time. Um, But I can take you to where I believe that the Bible says that that is a fact. You can tell that something is wrong. Okay. You may not know the magnitude of it, but we can clearly see it. I know because I've been there. I spent the first 20 several years (laughs) um, living lost. Okay. And then once I was found, once I accepted Christ, um, everything started, it just made sense. Everything fell into line. Uh, We are never satisfied, never content. We're always searching Mm -hmm. for the next best thing. If you are lost, separate from Christ, you know this to be true. You know, it's a fact of yourself. You can say that it's not, but you do know it. So how do I know this? Like I said before, because I was there. So if you try to tell me that you are without Christ and you feel complete, I will tell you that you are lying. Mm-hmm, and I definitely. would, and I, I firmly believe that you are lying. You're lying maybe to me, mm-hmm. maybe to yourself. You're not fooling God. He knows all about him. Right. You know, the old thing, you can't kid a kidder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can't fib about incompleteness to a person who was lost and has now been found. There is nothing that you can say as a lost person that's going to make me think that you got it all together and that you're feeling confident in the way that you're going simply because I've been there. I know what it's like. Um, I spent long years relying on me. And the world systems provide purpose and meaning to all of this. Mm-hmm. What a prideful, empty life that added up That's to be for me and my empty. family. Mm-hmm. Yes, for me and my family. So in this segment, we we lay out how, which side of lost and saved you are on and how that sets the stage for your life and for your family's life. And until the next time we get together, because that's what we're going to talk about the next time, you know, the differences between lost and saved, we're going to get more into depth with that in case someone has any questions about that. Um, because people are seeking, they're mm-hmm. seeking. Um, we want to be able to provide that information, not skip past anything. So you can start building that foundation you know, wherever you're at, maybe you already saved. Um, but this series and your faith affects your family is going to help you build on that. So in, until next time, please be thinking and praying about who you are in relation to Christ and how that is shaping your life and the lives of the ones you love. Because ultimately we're, we, so I'm not going to be asked, God's not going to ask me, Renee, if was Renee what she needed to be? So you could be what you need to be. But God will say, were you for Renee what she needed you to be? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that gets kind of confusing, right. but that's the way it's going to be. Nobody thinks about it that way. They do not think about it that way. They're going to be like, Renee needed you. He's going to be like, Renee needed you here. Why did you do this instead of this? Mm-hmm. Not Renee. I know Renee should have been there for you. Gonna, I was too busy. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I, was doing that. yep. I was doing that. And nobody... Um, Tom and I just had a discussion like this on the way to um, church this morning. Nobody wants to put the work into anything anymore Mm -hmm. and realize that we, God has placed us here. We've talked about this before. 
what is the first commandment? The first and great commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second right. is to love your neighbor as yourself. So love God and love people. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like what well, a lot of people, people want to just love God and be done. Yeah. I'm done. But they don't realize that's false. That's yeah, fake. That's, yeah. that's a cheap knockoff of what love actually is. Well, it, it's another portion of emptiness. Yeah. To me, you, you're missing out on a lot Yeah, when you don't love the people. And I feel like um, no matter where you're at, I am so thankful for um, the people like with like you who when you were young when when God saved you seven and lucas was young i'm thankful for that i really i really am so i think coming to this table of the difference between lost and saved um as a foundation of your what you're building on and that faith affecting your family whichever way that you go faith for the the lost (laughs) people and true faith for the saved people um I can bring a lot to the table with that because um, I was there and mm-hmm. I, and I'm not so far w- removed from the day that God saved me to be able to look at my life before that and say, this was absolutely horrible. Right. And this so much better. Oh yeah. It's like, aha. Taste and see. Taste and see. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I want the, um, our listeners to Think about who are you? Who are you in relation to Christ? And how is that shaping your life and the um, the lives of the ones that you love? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all I got. All right. Short and sweet. Yes. <laughs> Until next time. See ya. See ya. <laughs>